Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpress in der Bundesliga Podcast. I'm Manu Feit, hier Stefan Bienkowski und Stefan. I feel like this has been already such a long day. Um, this is the second time we talk today. I was saying to you earlier today, it feels like I get up in the morning, it gets thrown into the deep end. Um, <laughs> it's been a week and a half. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. We were actually in a meeting earlier on and you were talking about having to go up at 5 a.m. for the meeting. And I think the other person on the call is feeling quite sorry for you. And I had to interrupt him like, hold on a minute. Uh, there's a reason why he lives in Vancouver and it's because it's like the most beautiful place in the world. So don't give him too much sympathy, okay? Uh, I think we'd all be happy to give up, get up at five in the morning if it means we could walk out of the door and Vancouver was on our doorsteps. Yeah, that's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no argument. Um, it's actually even better. I'm on Vancouver Island, which is like even of better course. than Vancouver. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I am actually looking at the Pacific at, as we speak. So it, it, no one should feel sorry for me. It's been a long week and um, we covered a lot of stuff, right? We had the early presser together yesterday with Ozan Kabak, which I actually thought was quite interesting. We covered that uh, in depth as well. Um, on the Substack, um, both in written form and in podcast form. Um, and then today, Stefan, and I, I think a lot of people will be asking about that. So there is stuff coming on this. Um, it's the Fortuna Düsseldorf story, right? Them giving away free tickets next year for three games. And they, they're hoping to expand that to every game being free. So if you have questions about that, uh, stay tuned. Um, I was on a call with Fortuna this morning and... Um, because it's not breaking news, um, we want to get the story right, right, Stefan? So um, stay tuned for this. But it's really fascinating. Mm. No, absolutely. It's a really cool story um, and does kind of contrast quite nicely with, you know, stories you hear about in English football where mm. tickets for games are now reaching four figures. Um, yeah. Just absolutely bonkers, really. Um, yeah. Especially when these clubs are making more money than ever. You, you do question if there's really that need 
uh, to charge these kind of ticket prices and then a club like Fortuna come along and I know they're not the biggest club in Germany and they're not really kind of maybe competing to offer players wages to help them win Bundesliga titles so it's not it's, it's, it is apples and oranges um, but at the end of the day you know I think these football club every football club has to kind of pick its priorities and fair play to Fortuna for doing the right thing here I'd say yeah I mean, as I will explain in far better detail, I think this is going to be a podcast that we're going to dedicate to next week um, because it is in-depth. I will write something brief um, for Forbes today, but there will be something really in-depth coming for on, on our shows. Please stay tuned on that. But it does actually, if it works, make economic sense. Um, speaking of economic sense, we also have to get paid, Stefan. So we're going to take a little break before we jump onto this podcast. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, Right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is B-L-E-A-V. V for fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. So there you got it. Sponsors, they're important. Um, they pay the bills. Anyways, <laughs> enough of Fortuna. Um, the match day, uh, match day thirtieth. Uh, I can't believe we're almost at the end of the season and feel really bad for saying this, Stefan, but. We've made so much fun of the Friday fixtures, and I think this is the second week in a row that the Friday fixture is actually a game of the week for one of us. <laughs> so we're going to start with Bochum against Dortmund, which is, is a Revier derby. Um, mm. And it's a pretty important game for both teams. Bochum, of course, needing points to stay in the league. Dortmund... Um, needing points to keep rivals Bayern Munich at bay. Um, they can make this gap to four points at least for a good 48 hours, um, which I think would put even more pressure on a very fragile Bayern Munich side. This is my game of the week. I think everyone should be tuning in on Friday, um, not only because it's significant for the title race, it's significant for the relegation battle. It's a derby. Um, I think there is a lot on the line. I think the storylines literally write themselves. And you know what? Bochum actually did take points off Dortmund, right? This is not going to be an easy fixture for them at all. Having said all that, I really feel there is a strong sense of confidence in this Dortmund team. I feel that the week off with no midweek games will go a long way of helping them. And I feel that all the key players, and then on top of that, the Mark Roy's contract renewal that we broke down earlier in the video, so check that out. Mm. I think all of that will give them a ton of momentum. And I actually think they're going to cruise to a 2-0 victory here. Yeah, interesting. I think um, 
I think this is going to be a really interesting game for a number of things. As you said, like there's the kind of emotional aspect of it too, where it's a derby, um, really intense derby. And, you know, as you said, Bochum have kind of been in a thorn in the side of a number of big clubs recently. Um, but it's also just a fantastic test of Dortmund's mental capacity or metal, whatever you want to call it, going into this game. Because, you know, as we talked about on the main show this week, um, you know, if you look at the way, if you break down how Dortmund have managed to catch up to Bayern, it's really been based on their fantastic home form. You know, um, I don't have the figures in front of me, but I think they're maybe five or seven points ahead above Bayern, eh, ahead of Bayern when it comes to points when at home. While if you kind of flip that round and look at how many points each team in the division have won away from home, uh, Dortmund are actually third behind Wolfsburg. Um, mm. of all clubs uh, Nico Kovac just kind of popping up there as he has done this season uh, Wolfsburg just randomly good at things it's so bizarre but uh, they're, they're four points behind Bayern on the road so um, and we kind of talked about how you know I think three of Dortmund's last five games of the season are at home uh, but they've got this game and I think it's maybe a, a away fixture at Augsburg and you know like I don't need to tell any Dortmund fan that these are the banana skins that keep them up mm. at night. Um, and I think it's going to be a really tight game. So I've actually gone for, I have gone for a Dortmund win, but I've gone for a 2-1 Dortmund win because I just feel like it's going to be very tense. It's going to be very tight. But at the end of the day, I do feel like enough, or Dortmund has enough firepower. They have enough forward players just kind of all firing on all cylinders um, to kind of get over this game. But... I, by no means I think it's going to be an easy match and as you said it's going to make for a great Friday match yeah yeah this is a Friday match that you should be tuning into um, and you know I think if Dortmund win this this will put all sorts of pressure and um, on Bayern Munich that's Bayern Munich side that I think is very fragile but we'll get to that in a moment because they won't be playing till Sunday um, which makes I think will make this even more interesting because they will have a full 48 hours to digest it um, and I think that too is something that this team can't handle well but we'll get to that we'll get to that um, up next is Leipzig against Hoffenheim uh, Stefan I wrote about uh, Hoffenheim today um, you know taking the Ozan Kaba quotes and writing about Pellegrino Matarazzo and how in the last five games he games he's really turned it around you know 10 points it's a two-point average um, after five games that they lost, right? Uh, really, really moving Hoffenheim out of the danger zone. Um, they are against Leipzig. And I'm curious how you feel about this, but unfortunately, I think Leipzig are going to win this game um, 2-1. So curious what your thoughts are here. Yeah, I I mean, this is a good match, actually, to kind of for, to just kind of um, highlight the, the sub-stack in general because not only did you write about Hoffenheim this week, but I actually wrote about Leipzig this week. Um, mm -hmm. And I kind of wrote a kind of scathing critique of this team following that Leverkusen match because it felt to me like such a great like microcosm of Leipzig's season uh, in a sense that they have this kind of star-studded squad, but... Not a number of those players just were not living up, just currently aren't living up to um, scratch. And I mean, I think the most obvious one was Danny Olmo, who kind of huffed and puffed this game without really offering much. Um, and, you know, my, the, the gist of my newsletter is basically just kind of going through that squad and seeing who had to get cut, who had to stay. Um, 
And there's a really good scene, and uh, there's a really good Simpsons episode when Homer becomes a the head coach of an NF is like the high school head or the I guess not high school, I guess elementary school uh, NF uh, American football team, and he's like extremely harsh, and there's like a there's like a post credit scene where he's just saying cut cut cut, you know, he's just cutting all these kids from the team, and I kind of feel like that's what Marco Rosa has to do this summer because I think there are honestly eight or nine players in that squad who just don't offer anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leipzig have their issues um, and you know I think that's why a Leverkusen team even without Florian Wurtz were able to kind of keep them at bay and hit them on the counter-attack um, having said all that I do kind of feel like Hoffenheim are, are different beasts from Leverkusen and I do feel like Leipzig while they struggle to kind of break down that Leverkusen team they probably will get through Hoffenheim uh, I don't th- even though Hoffenheim have kind of bounced back. I don't think they're undefeatable by any means, as we saw last weekend. You know, yeah. de- decent teams can still get through them. So, I think it's going to be a very tight match. But I think Leipzig will win that one. So I've gone for a two-one win for Marco Rosa's side. Yeah, so we're uh, in accord on this one. Mm. Um, this next one is Union Berlin against Leverkusen. And Stefan, what do you think here? So. This was almost my game of the week, actually, uh, because I actually think it's going to be a really fascinating match. Um, you know, I just kind of mentioned Leverkusen there, and I thought they were really, really impressive mm. for different reasons against Leipzig. We're used to Leverkusen being this very attacking, very kind of gung ho side, but they were really disciplined. They were really defensive. They sat deep against Leipzig, and they broke on two really good counter attacks through Diaby and then Frimpong, actually. Um, and. They're just kind of like the team at the moment, aren't they? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they're top of the form table in terms of the last five match days. Yeah. They're second in, a la- in over the last 10 match days. Um, you know, Xabi Alonso's getting a huge amount of praise. He's been linked to Bayern Munich. He's been linked to Liverpool, Real Madrid, you name it. You know, he's, mm. he's, 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 he's which is understandable because he's obviously, you know, he, he, he went from star-studded team to star-studded team as a player. So obviously as a manager, he, a lot of people are keeping their eye on him. Um. But I do kind of feel like they're going to be up against a really tough Union Berlin side who, you know, I think you kind of made a kind of tongue-in-cheek remark about them after the last match. They kind of saying they've kind of managed to kind of get back into the swing of things. Uh, They've kind of really kind of clung on to third place with just about everything they have with a really impressive kind of 1-0 win against Gladbach uh, the weekend there. And they've now managed to open up a four-point gap between them and Leipzig. And I wouldn't be surprised if Union Berlin kind of managed to hold on to that, to be honest, between now and the end of the season. Um, and I guess a long story short here is I think we've got two good teams coming up against each other and I, I've struggled to take them apart. So I've gone for a 2-2 draw. Hmm. I almost went for a 2-2 draw. I went for, <laughs> eventually I went for a 2-1 Leverkusen win, but um, I more or less agree with everything you, you're saying here. I think that Leverkusen are just too much in form. Um, what's the update on Wirtz? Do we know? I think he should be back. Um, I'm not entirely sure um, what was the issue. I, th- I want to say it's gastronomical. They maybe, I think they said something like that mm. um, in terms of what was wrong with him. And I also think they are kind of just taking it easy with him because I think this is the second time, if I'm not mistaken, that he's been either... Um, because I think the week before last he didn't start. Uh, yeah, because I watched that game too, and so I think on Europe Europa League weeks he does tend to kind of drop out the team uh, at the weekend. So 
I think he probably should be back in the in the team for this one. It didn't seem to me like it was a big it was a big thing. I haven't checked, mind you, so I could be wrong. But um, as they showed against uh, Leipzig, they are now capable of winning without Vorst, even if it's by no means as mm-hmm. easy or as slick. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I, you have to remember too that they have that really big... Um, Europa League fixtures coming up against Roma, right? Hmm. Um, and that might be still an e- easier path back to the Champions League than the Bundesliga. So have to wait and see. Um, nonetheless, I think that this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Uh, it's probably the biggest game of all the 3.30 kickoffs uh, to tune into. All right. Um, Köln against Freiburg. Stefan, Freiburg just don't want to go away. Um, you know, they keep sitting in that top four spot and they keep sitting there and they keep sitting there. And before we know it, it's match day 34 and they are right there and they'll be in it. <laughs> um, and I think, and I'm not, I'm sure, I'm curious to hear what you think, but I think they're going to beat Köln and I think they're going to beat them 2 0. Yeah, I've gone for a very similar result, to be honest. I, I don't think this is a very tricky one to predict. I mean, we always mm. say that, it usually is, but. It was one of the easier ones for me this weekend, and I've gone for a three-one win. Um, I just, I think Clone are doing just fine, but their home form's not particularly impressive. Um, they've they've done a, you know they've picked up some decent results recently, but I think they're undefeated maybe four. But you know Freiburg or Freiburg right now, they seem really hell bent on getting that fourth place, and yeah. I don't think Clone are going to stop them. No, no, easy one to predict. Frankfurt against Augsburg. What do you think here? Uh, I've. I, this one is quite tricky, actually. Um, mm. Frankfurt are just on a complete kind of nosedive at the moment. Um, three defeats in the last five, two draws. Um, I, you know, and then obviously got absolutely spanked off Dortmund last weekend. Um, mm. It's just, I don't know. There's a there's a there's a lot kind of going on at Frankfurt right now. There's talk of like you know the chairman maybe leaving, or I don't know if it's the chairman, sporting director maybe leaving to move to Bayern. It's the chairman, uh, yeah, Hellman. Yeah, yeah. Um, replacing you know, Tan. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about the players, certain stars moving on, even Oliver Glasner, there's a lot of speculation over him. Um, and things just aren't going very well for them right now. Um, so, I don't know. I I, I just feel like, um, I think this game's up for the grabs, to be honest with you. And I think, you know, Augsburg haven't been particularly great either. But in fact, over mm. the course of the last five match days, Augsburg and Frankfurt are both in the bottom three in terms of points mm. won. Only Hertha yeah. have picked up fewer points. So I've gone for a kind of drab 1-1 draw here. Yeah, I almost went for that too. But I am... 
convinced that the Frankfurt performance explosion is just a step away and has to come eventually. So um, why not just against Augsburg, uh, just to do me a little bit of a favor. So I went for a 3-1 Frankfurt win here. Um, I just feel that team has too much quality for what they're showing at the moment, Stefan. Um, so I, I sense at some point, at some point, if they if they don't turn it around here, I think they're going to be in a lot of trouble hmm. um, because like they can't rely on winning the DFB Pokal to get back into Europe. Um, but at some point, they got to turn this around. And hmm. um, I think this might be a really good moment for them to do so. Um, but we'll see. All right, that gets us to Stuttgart against Gladbach. Your Stuttgart side, uh, Stefan, what do you think? Yeah, I've actually gone for a, a, a very narrow Stuttgart win here, to be honest mm. with you. Um, Gladbach haven't really been bad uh, recently. There was, you know, they obviously lost a narrow, narrowly to Union Berlin, but they picked up three draws in the win four games before that. Um, and I think the only thing that's really kind of swung it for uh, for Stuttgart was in for me is that you know Gladbach's away from the season has just been absolutely dreadful. They've only won one out of yeah. fourteen. They've ground out a fair amount of draws to be fair to them but you know it's that home form that's really managing to keep them uh, away from the threat of relegation or even just that kind of bottom half of the table um, mayhem so I don't really expect them to pick up many points at home and then in, in contrast you know we've talked a lot about Stuttgart um, and the way that they've managed to kind of turn things around they've obviously their last home game was that really impressive fight back against uh, Dortmund and I feel like Gladbach would be here for the taking, so I've gone for a one 0 win for Stuttgart. Mm, yeah, I went for a two one win for Stuttgart. Um for pretty much all the things that you said. I also think that Hoeneß is starting to turn things around there and that's you know, um I Gladbach don't have much to play for anymore either. Right? They're just mm. sitting there and waiting for the season to end and then all the key players can just move on um, and they can finally getting into this rebuilding project. So why hurt anyone? <laughs> I know no one wants to hear that, but, um, you know, I, it kind of feels like that, right? So, yeah. Anyhow, uh, Schalke against Werder. And I think that's your game of the week, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it speaks for itself. It's a, it's a relegation yeah. six-pointer. Maybe not quite for Werder Bremen, obviously, I think, if I'm not mistaken. They've got about, what, a good 10 points now between them and... 16th so I think they're probably absolutely fine surely that's enough but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that Sh- sh- shushing I- your cat there no no I said surely that's enough <laughs> oh all right sorry I thought surely. you were shushing I no no shushing, I, 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 I mean I kind of shushing uh, we had a Bremen here to finally get this done <laughs> yeah well I think they might just do it to be honest with you I thought um I don't know, Schalke, I feel like they're kind of running out of um, runway here in terms of trying mm. to kind of turn things around in, in enough time. Um, they might still be able to kind of cling on to 16th place and try and stay out from the playoff, but it's it's hard to foresee them kind of getting a result against Werder Bremen, who've been kind of able to kind of bounce back recently. Um, and I think more importantly, their away form's actually been really good this season. Uh, they're ninth in the league for their away form, and it's kind of been the kind of bedrock of their season to be more or less to be fair um, mm. you know we saw obviously the fans went absolutely bonkers um, you know last weekend in Berlin I think maybe like what 20,000 30,000 fans showed up 
mm-hmm. uh, maybe more actually. Um, and I understand why, because that's where they've picked up the vast majority of their points this season. And I don't really think Schalke are going to stop them. So I've gone for a 2-1 win for Werder Bremen in this game. Mm. See, I went for... Um, I also I also count Werder into this mushy middle, we don't really care anymore season pack. And I think Schalke are just going to... They're just going to care a little bit more. I mean, this is a dangerous situation, right, for Werder, that uh, it is 10 points, and surely that's enough, but who knows. Um, but I actually went for a 2-0 Schalke win here. Um, wow. Oof. Home win, which, of course, huge implications in the in the relegation battle, right? Um, because when you look at it, that gets them to 27 points. That relegation battle is going to go right down to the wire, hmm. Stefan. Yeah, and we talked about this on the bonus show, didn't we, this week with Chris yeah. in terms of why it's been so tight and whether it's been one of the best in recent seasons. Well, it is tight because like even the team at the very bottom could pick up points against teams at the very top, uh, which gets us to Bayern against Hertha. And uh, you scolded me ahead of the show because <laughs> you said, like, surely you're not picking Hertha to win against Bayern. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think they're going to get a point. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I think I'm going to shock a lot of people here. I have my reasons. I think this Bayern team is broken to the core. Um, and if this is a game that they have to win, even to just keep their... I know it's only a point to Dortmund. And I know a lot of Bayern fans out there think that, oh, they're going to turn this around. There's so much quality. They, you know, there's strength and depth. We're like, we have the best squad in Europe. And it's like, you look at the likes of Kimmich and Goretzka. There was a huge article in Süddeutsche Zeitung that came out today, Stefan, um, which was really interesting to read. Mm. And sort of how those two players in particularly are very broken at the moment. And that just seemed to be almost at this identity crisis. Um, a lot of it coming back to the World Cup. Um, then there being no Neuer. Müller is kind of looking for his form. Um, the entire spine of that team is broken. And when you have that, together with the things that are happening everywhere else in the squad, you know, Sadio Mani punching out Leroy Sané, um, you have a board that is looking actively at other candidates. We mentioned Hellman, the uh, Frankfurt executive, who could be moving to uh, from the mine to the ESA at any moment, right? Um, you look at Hoeneß showing up at the training ground, um, something that the players apparently didn't receive very well. I, I was saying to you on the show, um, it feels like Bayern might not win another game this season. Um, and I think that because you will have all these individuals trying to fix it, they were going to make it worse. And also, I don't think they're going to be able to score many goals. And if he had to sneak a goal here, that yeah. might be enough. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you make some great points. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I, I mean, by no means do I think Bayern are going to absolutely, you know, thump Hertha. But as mm. bad as Bayern have been this season, I just feel like Hertha are still much worse. Um, any prospect of you know a Paul Dardai bounce uh, mm. kind of came on day, um, undone at the weekend um, or last weekend rather uh, against uh, Werder Bremen if I'm not mistaken um, yeah. and 
I don't know. It just, it, I, I, I just, I mean, I can understand if you know the team had some kind of bite to them. Uh, if if they if they still had some strong points, that they could maybe take advantage of Bayern. But I think even when Bayern have been bad this season, they have been bad over the last couple of weeks. But I, I go back to like that Mainz result um, recently and. Well, not recently, last weekend rather. Sorry, I was actually thinking of the Hoffenheim game, but I guess Mainz works as well. They still create a huge amount of chances, um, mm. and and while they don't have someone in there to kind of put them away, and that's obviously dogged them for much of this, well, twenty twenty three at least. Um, I think the fact they still create a number of chances, I think that should still steer them through a team like Hertha Berlin because they'll just have so much space, so much time in the box. Even the Serge Gnabrys and. You know, um, out of form Jamal Musiala's of this world should still be able to put that away. Um, and I'm not actually sure if Chupa Moting's back for this game, but if he is, then I think it should be a pretty comfortable Bayern win, to be honest. So I've gone for a 2 0 win. I think it's crazy that they're relying on Chupa Moting to paper things over. <laughs> um, I no, think that you, was I think actually another right. point that was made in the Süddeutsche Zeitung article, and we've kind of been saying this for a while now, but it's kind of crazy that he papered over all these very obvious cracks for so long. Um, maybe my final point on this game is Paul Dardai finally had a full week to work with this team, and one of his biggest strengths has, um, in previous years when he did keep Hertha in the league um, has been set pieces, um, goals from set pieces, and I think that um, is something that could could hurt Bayern. And another thing is, um, Hertha are actually the team with the most penalties scored in the Bundesliga. So they won't even need, <laughs> they might not even need a chance. Um, you know, they, they might just get a penalty and that might be enough. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating, um, you know, because if Bayern drop points against Hertha. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter that much because they have such a big goal differential that that's almost like an extra point for them. So whether mm. it's one point or three points to Dortmund, it doesn't really matter that much. But if they don't pick up points here, then uh, don't win a pick a point win here, then I think they won't pick up another win this season, and they know it. And I think that adds to the story. Uh, oh, but we'll yeah. See. Oh, but third out, if they can't beat Hertha at home, then game's finished. Yeah. Um, I think so too. All right, that gets us to the final game, uh, Wolfsburg against Mainz. I had issues predicting this one because these two teams seem so unpredictable. Uh, Mainz in particular, um, very good at home, right? Mm. Bad and on the road. Or was it the other way around? I always mix the two up. <laughs> uh, Wolfsburg is the team that's great on the road, um, though. Um, so they're playing at home. And because of all of this, I went for a 2-2 draw. Um, because Mainz actually are one of those teams still in with a shout of making it maybe into Europe. So are Wolfsburg, right? Mm. So those two teams are still actually playing for something. And yeah, I think this is actually a really interesting match to, to finish off the match day. But as, as also one where I can't really separate the two. Yeah, it should make for a really interesting game on Sunday night, actually, because it's just going to be a match against between two teams who still have kind of ambitions of kind of, you know, get into Europe next season there's only two points between both of them and they've both been quite good recently as well surprisingly and quite remarkably Wolfsburg have drawn four of the last home games Um, so I can completely understand your point of view and it's it's actually a scoreline that I almost very closely went for but um, the only thing that's kind of 
buoyed me towards a, a Mainz win uh, is the fact that yeah their home form is quite impressive this season. Uh, the joint sixth at home and Wolfsburg's home form, as I mentioned with the four draws, has been a little lacklustre, to be honest with you. They picked up four wins from 14. Um, so I think it's going to be a very tight game. I think a draw is perfectly possible. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like Mainz are on a bit of a run right now. Um, having said that, you know, Every time you beat Bayern, you end up losing your next three games. Yeah. Uh, so there's that to keep in mind too. But now I've gone for. I'm, I'm going to stick with my original suggestion. I'm going to go for two one Mainz. Yeah, the 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 Bayern Munich curse is real. It's like um, finding a mummy. You know how they all the people <laughs> that like that the the archaeological work in Egypt died after they opened the pyramids. Um, like beating Bayern Munich is like the same curse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, that draws the conclusion to our match day 30 preview show. We have four more after this. The season is slowly coming to an end. Uh, next week, um, we have the Europa League back. So um, we're going to see if we can sort of draw a podcast in on that uh, one way or another. Um, of course, as always, the show is brought to you in association with Get German Football News. We're always extremely kind to promote this podcast on Twitter, on their really big um, and excellent Twitter feed. Um, and they bring a lot of great German football news to English audience. Um, so please give them a follow, um, check them out. And yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Don't forget the sponsors. Um, they are important. And Stefan, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, no, not really. Just uh, to implore everyone to have fun this weekend and enjoy their German football yeah it's interesting and uh, no matter what happens we'll have a, we'll still have a title race um, so it's going to be hugely fascinating so enjoy the weekend enjoy the football we'll be back next week until then auf Wiedersehen Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 
Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New New episodes of Fly on the Wallin' drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallin' wherever you get your podcasts.